Mumbo stick. Huh, well, I think that's illegal, Donald Wayne. Depends on what country you're in, Dennis Lee. <laughs> well, we'll have to find that out. We'll do a poll on that, no pun intended. I just think I threw my neck out trying to do, do a little jig. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's quite entertaining. Well, that's from your site, so it should be. Well, there's a lot on there, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I, like I that think that only cost you $50, but... <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. I, I, tried, great. I tried to get the ones that are on sale, you know. Uh, I need to go ahead and set my alerts on that card, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, it's Thursday night, Tristalk. Indeed, it is, Donald Wayne. Hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah! I'm I'm the pedophilias, Donald Wayne. Explain what does that actually mean, Donald Wayne? People uh, may not know. Well, it's it's just the head of the family, more or less. Although that doesn't mean as much in this day and time, but uh, in certain cultures, it still is important. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't make me come over here, Grandpa. <laughs> I'll be on you like a spider monkey. <laughs> That's probably my favorite line of the whole movie. Oh, it is. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but so disrespectful. I mean, talking to your grandfather oh. that way. I mean, come on. That's not a PC movie at all. Well, most of his aren't. <laughs> <laughs> stepbrothers no. i mean there's one oh, yeah. that you can't even make it i don't know two I minutes can't even joke about that on here no saying something derogatory uh i always i always think about when i think about that movie i think about the uh the drum set <laughs> 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 just I mean, that's uh, just as bad. That's not even, I don't know how you would describe that. It's beyond raunchy. Uh, but, and, and that's a grown man yeah, <laughs> doing that. Yeah. Uh, two exactly. grown men doing that. Hey, Jess. Hey, Roberto. Welcome to Thursday night at Trice Talk. Ah, indeed. indeed. We made it <laughs> with the last day of the trifecta. That was a little cooler today. Um, was it? A little less humidity, but tomorrow is supposed to ramp up as it before it rains all weekend. So, Oh, really? Well, bring it on. Well, I'm ready. Know, yeah, I mean, why not? That means you get to stay inside. and I think it's due to that tropical depression 
in the Gulf. Well, it's um, not doing anything. It's down there by by the Bay of Campeche or something. Uh, yeah, it was spinning around, you know. Well, so was I, but I'm not a danger to... Yeah, but you know it's got so much moisture. If you had as much moisture as this thing did, Donald Wayne, you would cause some problems. Uh, at my age, moisture is an issue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it takes oh, a, it takes oh, a whole oh. lot of. Jeez, um, I have to sleep tonight, Donald bottles. Wayne. Pump bottles. <laughs> I don't know. That. <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> well, you just you just brought it up. I, I can't I, well, help it. I did. I blame myself. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I did look at that. Well, it's still called number three, I think, wasn't it? Uh, on, yeah, on well, the, at least it's not number two. Identifier. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, actually, I mean, just because of... Just because of where we are right now with with the pressure systems, I mean, we're in pretty good spot. Uh, the front slipped south of us, and it's it's been fairly decent. Yeah, I don't even yeah. see the number three on on the radar thing. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's still there. Invest number three. Invest. Invest. They call them, they call them invest before they become a. Uh... Tropical mm. depression is the invest. Yeah, well, if you were in Cancun right now, you would be an unhappy person. Cause well, I mean, you know. For more than one reason, probably. Because it looks like it's going to rain there for days until that thing gets moving. So, so today was a better day than yesterday, I hope. Yes, and tomorrow should be even better. Yeah, well, it's Friday. You ever see anybody in a bad mood on Friday? Unless it's that yes. person that also has to work on Saturday. Yeah, I see people in bad moods on Friday that don't even have to work. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that must be a rough life. I'm telling you, it's a hard knock life. Well. Anywho. Oh, uh, I'm trying to get my little thing to move here. Uh, well, that okay. continues to be an issue. So, uh, there was a couple of things, just little off-the-wall stuff that bounced around today. I'm, I'm not going to spend any real time on it, but I saw this thing. I think I saw the story actually yesterday on Fox, and it just kind of flashed across the screen, and then I saw it online today. But it said uh, people are... They're saying right now they're going to have to go back and rename a bunch of birds that's on the Audubon Society list. Have you seen that article? No, why? Dennis Lee. Are you gone again? Hello. Let's see. Um, are you? Golly. I guess you're still there, aren't you? Hello? What in the wide, wide world? <laughs> you would think that we were on different continents. <laughs> you know, you'd really what think that we were Sam on different Elliot continents. What is going on here, Donald Wayne? Uh, um, good. Hey, welcome, Slick. <laughs> <laughs> well... There goes that train of thought. Okay. 
<laughs> so you didn't want to talk about the birds, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I you guess just, I could have said that instead of yeah, yeah instead of difficulties. Instead of cutting out of here, you could have said, yeah. I don't want to talk about any damn birds, so just go to the next <laughs> thing on your list. And I would have probably moved on. Uh, but now, because of that, I'm going to go back to it. You anyway, I was just trying to bring the birds up. The, they're, uh, yeah, they're saying that uh, there's some racist issues involved in bird names. Who, <laughs> I just, I don't, and I won't go down that road. Anyway, there's, there's, they're saying that a lot of birds, well, they're saying actually that James Ottoman himself was a racist, I, uh, you know, and he was, he was, uh, did some bad things. And then they named, some of the birds, I think there's 150 names that they're upset about that were named after people that had questionable past or racist past, and they want them changed. Now, geez, I, he collected skulls from Mexican soldiers from the Texas battlefield. Uh, I didn't see the one about Mexican soldiers. I saw the one about Indian skulls, and that I don't know that that wasn't James Ottoman, was it? Is that what it yeah. says? Yeah. Okay. Well, see, I wasn't going to go through the whole article. I was just kind of throwing that out there. But they're going to they there's there's people. Uh, hey, Buckner. Is it ornithologists? Is that the word that they use in there? Is that the right one for birds? Bird bird um, watchers. Ornithologists. Yeah, ornithological. Yeah. Ornithologists. Yeah. Okay, so there's some ornithologists that are, and there's actually one I think that's in that. If you you looking at the same article I did, it's here in Atlanta, and 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 she's she's upset. So they're demanding that they go back and and erase these. They changed the, the name of a bird last year that was named after some Confederate general, you know. And I'm like, who in the hell notices that stuff? I guess ornithologists, but you know, I see a bird. Well, there's a blue jay, or there's a mockingbird, or there's just an eagle. Oh, uh, you're talking about Jordan Rudder. Okay, I got you. So, uh, does it show a picture of her? Um, oh, what is she doing to that bird? Jeez. I don't, they're probably she dissecting do, the sucker, she, but do love them. They're also complaining because they're saying that, uh, all these white people that pretty much, you know, that's the Audubon society. That's how it was run. That was mostly Welcome, white clumsy. people for a number of years. And, uh, they're saying that these white people that named all these birds back in the 17, 1800s or 1800s, I guess it was when it started. Uh, they changed the name of birds that would already that already had names by the the Indians that already lived here in this country. So they're upset mm. about that. They're saying that we should go back to the names of the birds that were given to them by the Indians. So it's a mess. I, I'm I think I have I actually have a a bird book somewhere, but uh, uh, the bird is the word, Donald. There, it's going to be useless after a couple of years because they they want 150 of them changed so huh. oh there was a there was a correction on the bottom of this article he did not rob indigenous graves as earlier versions of the article said but he did collect skulls of mexican soldiers in 1836 and delivered them to samuel morton who ranked human races by cranial capacity 
and whose yeah, work is be. now considered by most scholars to be foundational contributions to scientific racism. Yeah, scientific you, racism. Oh my! Right, because yeah, we don't want to go into that one. I wasn't going to dig that up. Oh my! Goodness. That's uh, yeah. The, he was he was part of that study that did you know looked at skulls and things and the cranium and and you know, the brain size and all that. So we don't want to go down that road tonight. That's a whole no, different. No, I was just talking about the names of the birds, Jeez. which I don't really care what they call the bird. I just, you know, there's so few that I identify anyway. I don't care what they're called. Well, so, they don't even say the damn names of the birds on here. Uh, well, then you're not looking at the same article that I looked at. No. Right. But yeah, they, they did manage to name and, and the people on the Audubon society are saying, well, you know, if you change 150 names, people who have these books with the birds names in there are going to be confused. And I'm like, is this what we're worried about now in this country right now? <laughs> yeah. Name- just like I, I get it. Did the same thing with the Washington Redskins. I'm going to continue to uh, call them the Washington Redskins. And I've talked to people of color and they've said the same thing. They're the, all, they're the Washington Redskins, no matter how much they try to hide it. I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't see, I don't see how these things, I mean, and, and the, probably all these people that these birds are named after are dead. And uh, only ornithologists would actually know or care what the tech, you know, the full name of a bird is anyway. Mm. So, but that's the road they're going down. So there you go. I say, I say, let's just scrap all language, just erase everything and start over. (laughs) Uh, What is that? It's a winged creature. It's, it's a thing. Uh uh there's thing one thing two and i got number three thing three right here so oh i see some of the names here yeah oh because they were named after white men right uh, uh, that had well, questionable past go, so if uh well you know even if they hadn't had questionable past would it even matter now so i guess people who name stars and planets and oh yeah that's next you know, oh yeah i mean i mean geez what if uh, Uranus was named after a white person? Well, you know, that yeah. one I wouldn't care. I would hope that somebody <laughs> would change the name of that damn planet, actually. You know, I hope somebody finds out that Uranus was a racist so they can change the name of that planet. Or the guy that named that planet. Uh, yes, but, uh, I, I figured as much. Yeah, that's... Uh, the, all these people are dead uh, that they've named this stuff after. And who in the world researched that anyway? Well, since you're talking about um, talking about people that are dead, you know, there's a story about a woman who used the obituary as a guest list for her own funeral. Um, this is a story that came out in Newsweek and said a Spanish woman used her own obituary to specify who would be allowed to attend her funeral. And she had a message for those who weren't invited. Um, and that <laughs> message was? Well, let's see. Uh, Maria Paz Fuentes Fernandez of Lugo in Galicia, Spain, died on June 2nd, 2021, and she used her obituary to make her final wishes very clear and publish a guest list for her uh, farewell ceremony. 
the unusual obituary, which was published in the days following her death, read, <laughs> following my principles and my particular way of saying things, I mandate that since my family has not been blood-related for a long time, I impose my last will so that only the people I mentioned below shall attend my funeral in the funeral home, church, and cemetery. She listed the names of 15 people who made the cut and left a message for those who didn't. To the rest of the people who never cared during my life, I wish for you to remain as far away as you were. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, the obituary went viral, and it was shared by journalist Jose Pardina, who posted a photo of the obituary on Twitter and said, here's a great novel. Um, and it's been liked by more than 40,000 people and shared nearly 10,000 times. Um, you know, and it's got a lot of uh, people talking about it. You know, some people said uh, if, uh, if they left her alone during her life, let them get away with their hypocrisy well away from her funeral. Great lesson from this lady putting them in their place. And then there's other people who said that uh, um, that the obituary is sad, like one user said, it's so sad to die bitter. Obituaries like these mark the importance and beauty of forgiving. Well, she's dead. Not likely to forgive anybody now. Dying bitter has to be one of the saddest ways to die, really, they say. Um, and then one said, the funny thing is that she remembers those who did not care about her life or remember it. It gives too much importance to them. And, you know, I guess I would agree on that. Um, she didn't give a rat's behind for them. Probably should have just ignored them all together. And they would have known they weren't invited because they weren't on the list. Um, but that was interesting. Well, as long as, you know, you, people aren't expecting you to have a big will, uh, a lot to give away. You know, you probably won't have a very big crowd anyway. Uh, now, what you have? Well, you know... <laughs> Nothing, nothing. Remember, there wasn't any food in the fridge. Some old Got a cheese and twenty-year-old pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll skip out on that one. Um, uh, well, you remember that movie? That uh, I think it was a movie. A guy planned his own funeral, and he decided he wanted to have a eulogy oh, before he died. It's called Get Low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Low with um, what's his name from The Godfather. Who's uh, that? the Consulierge. Yeah. Consulierge or. Hey, welcome, Bro Vic and PBGLHA. Almost yodel there. Almost. 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 Yeah, I just thought that was weird that she went ahead and had that all planned out. But, you know, hey, they brought it on themselves. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's. I don't know. I guess it's a personal, personal yeah. feeling. Uh, that's such a morbid thing to plan anyway. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I kind of like the way, what they do in some cultures and even down in new Orleans where they have the party and the band and they're dancing through the street and all that stuff. That seems yeah. like kind of a neat way to be remembered. Like a wake. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, he's a party guy. Yeah. Go ahead, pour another shot on yeah. there. Let's, let's drink to the old SOB. Woo! <laughs> Don't get that cigarette too close. It'll go up in flames. Um, 
Mm. Well, such as it is. Such as life. All right. Well, I have to uh, go to this little story. It's uh, from Michigan, one of our favorite states. Uh, The... It's amazing how many of these states with Democrat governors have Republican uh, legislatures. It's, I guess, uh, must be fun living in those states. But anyway, the Michigan Republican-led Senate uh, on the 16th, which I guess was yesterday, uh, passed several bills that, if signed into law, would implement more voter identification requirements. Uh, not not only for in-person voters, but absentee voters as well. Um, Of course, you know, we do have that uh, Democrat governor there in Michigan, Whitmer or Whitmer or Witcher or something like that. Yeah, one of those. Uh, Let's see. All Michigan Senate Republicans voted in favor of the three bills while every Senate Democrat opposed them. Uh, The current Michigan law stipulates that Michigan residents who don't have photo identification when they vote in person can still cast a ballot if they sign an affidavit at their designated polling location. Um, It says here that there was 11,000 people that cast ballots last November the 3rd in the election that did not have identification on them at the time they voted. Um. One of the three bills would require voters who don't have identification to fill out a provisional ballot, and then it would give them up to six days to uh, provide some kind of proof of their identity for their ballot to be valid. Uh, Another bill would mandate that applicants who (laughs) seek absentee ballots uh, provide their driver's license number or the last four digits of their social security number. And you know that, you know, that'll be taken care of real well and security wise. Right. Uh, applicants could attach or present a copy of their identification with their applications. Another bill that was approved. So this is the third of the three stipulates that voters who receive a provisional ballot have to be notified of the six day requirement to verify their identity. Uh, Gretchen Whit is the governor she's expected to veto the bill although the republicans say that if they they can create a a petition to start a ballot initiative uh for those bills and all they need is three hundred and forty thousand voters to sign it and it will it will go past the uh uh the governor's uh veto um of course the democrats are saying this bill is just another means uh, to support suppress voter turnout. Democrat Senator Adam Hollier said that the most fundamental right we have is to vote. I see seem like they say that a lot. It we should do. be it should be easy. I don't know that I agree that it should be easy. It should be the way that it's been for a number of years. I mean, you know, you got to be a little bit responsible. If you're not very responsible, I don't know that I want you voting, but you have the right to vote. Uh, Republicans said, we hear a lot about how there's only this little bit of fraud in the elections last year. But just because you can say we caught this amount of fraud isn't somehow compelling proof that there wasn't more. 
that we didn't catch last year. Um, so it's mainly about voter identification uh, requirements and mail-in ballot signature verification. Uh, the, the bill would also eliminate the state's permanent mail-in voting list, um, and it would establish a Bureau of Election Audits Agency and allow early in-person voting starting in 2025. So, you know, there's, I just, I don't really see the problem with them requiring verification of who you are in order for you to be able to vote. But, um, seems to be a problem. Did I look? <laughs> well, I just happened to see it flash over there and saw that you dropped off again. Jeez. I mean, Okay, well, I'm, I, I'm okay, that's two for two here, Dennis Lee. We're, we're starting a trend. Oh, that's starting a trend. George isn't happy. George is angry. All right. I can see, I can't do that because if I drop off, it, it kills the whole thing. The whole show. <laughs> okay. It's back to you there, Sparky. Oh, well. Um, have you heard anything about the <clears throat> Earth's core lately being lopsided? The Earth's core being lopsided? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, apparently the Earth's core uh, has had an unusual growth spurt that science really can't explain. Um, this is that from would, Entrepreneur. That'd magazine. be creating matter, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it matters to me. Uh, the seismologist at the University of California, Berkeley, has found that the Earth's solid iron inner core has expanded faster on one side than the other. Um, and the reasons they, you know, they still don't know. You know, they're too busy worried about letting salmon loose in the freaking ocean. Um, said it's a. It is known that this began when. Uh, when it began to freeze more than 500 million years ago. The disproportionate growth has located under the Banda Sea of Indonesia and has removed heat from the Earth's core there more quickly than on the Brazilian side. When only one side of the world freezes, the crystallization of iron accelerates, causing various consequences in the Earth's magnetic field, um, which we depend on greatly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is, uh, you know, it protects us from dangerous particles, um, from the sun, you know, um, and, uh, and the outer core is driven by the release of heat from the inner core, which today drives the dynamo hypotheses. And uh, the discovery arose from the fact that they noticed that seismic waves move faster when they pass between the north and south poles through the equator. Interesting. Um, the debate about the age of the inner core has been going on for a long time, they said. Said Daniel Frost. Oh, what a name. Um, the complication is if the inner core has only been able to exist for uh, 1.5 billion years. Hey, BP. Hey, BP. Uh, based on what we know about how it loses heat and how hot it is, 
then where did the oldest magnetic field come from? That's where this idea of dissolved light elements that then freeze came from. And there's a neat little graph that shows you what actually the hell they're talking about um, that we will post on Facebook. But yeah, it's a, it says it's definitely having an effect on our magnetic field. So yet, you know, uh, another thing to welcome you into 2021. So, and uh, let's keep piling this on before we release the uh, UFO report here at the at the end of the month. Hey, Big Sexy, welcome to the show. Hey, Big Sexy. So, but, uh, yeah. But you would weird. think that also, if it gets lopsided, I mean, you know, if you've got a spinning top and it starts getting lopsided, you know, tilting in one direction, it starts wobbling and... Maybe. What if it affects our rotation? It could affect uh, our uh, our daylight hours. Uh, yeah. It could, uh, uh, it could affect, affect gravity. Our astral projections. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. I mean, it could have an effect on other planets. You know, start throwing things out of sync. God forbid it throws your anus out of whack. Um, uh -huh. You know, we don't, we don't want to have to worry about that. So, uh -huh. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, it was an interesting story. Well, you can read it further on our Facebook page. But, uh, not a neat little graph and everything. Yeah. I, I, that story that I was watching about the end of the universe, you know, or as the universe starts dying and talking about as each star disappears and loses its gravitational pull, then it's going to throw everything out of balance and things may start going a wobble in any which way. I mean, a you wobble, could hold, wobble, wobble, wobble. a whole universe is moving in directions they've never moved before. So uh, I started feeling it. In of course, that's, hips. you know, several trillion years away supposedly or it could be tomorrow they don't know it's like well, the weather 50 50 shot if, if you look up in the sky tomorrow night and you don't see stars and it's not cloudy you should be concerned oh uh, yes yes you would be would be the solar system billiards i like it just i, I like it <laughs> that could be a game show and I'm sure which which planet would be front and center. No, uh, yeah, the the Klingons want to inhabit <laughs> that, that planet. I can imagine. <laughs> Suddenly, probably I won't take it any further, Donald Wayne. Yes, I, I know. I, I, I know you're. You really want to. You're itching. I to want just, to. I mean, especially yeah. since BP's here now. You certainly want to. Hey, Eric. You, hey, want, Eric, you want to uh, milk that sucker as long as well, you Well, nobody's know. talking about milking here. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, well, so from the Epic Times, there's a little story about uh, the GOP House members who voted to impeach Trump face 2022 primary opponents. <laughs> So there's people running against them. Please. Well, we knew that was going to happen. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. There was one other quick little side story. I heard this tonight, too, on 
Fox that um, the Florida governor has agreed to send uh, some, uh, I guess they don't have rangers. What did he call them? Uh, anyway, he said uh, police officers to Texas to help them with the border situation. He said he, he feels like that that's the right thing to do. So they're going to send uh, help to Texas. You know, maybe these Republican states can start helping each other and just tell, you know, Joe Biden, you can do whatever you want to do. We're going to take care of ourselves. Um, I just thought that was uh, encouraging to see cooperation between states. But, uh, of course, then DeSantis may be doing that, you know, for a political move. But anyway, he agreed to send uh, officers to Texas to help them out with the border situation, which I thought that was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, those 10 Republicans that voted to impeach Trump and we know which one is on the list for sure. Uh, Cheney, <laughs> she, she doesn't have much of a chance of getting reelected, but, uh, there's nine others on there that are all going to face, uh, some pretty strong opponents in next year's election. So, um, Looks like there could be a turnover in the House. You oh, know? Wow. Turn that sucker over up, upside down. Upside down, um, right round, right round. It says Anthony Gonzalez, uh, a Republican in Ohio, is facing a challenger. Jamie Herrera, Butler. 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 Uh, yeah, Butler. Uh, he's a Republican in Washington State. John Katko, he's a Republican in New York. Adam Kissinger, we've heard his name mentioned a lot. He and Liz Cheney got most of the uh, uh, flack last year or earlier on this year about their their uh, opposition to Trump. Uh, Peter, I don't know who this is. Peter somebody, Peter Major. Oh, in Michigan, Dan Newhouse in Washington. Tom, oh, Tom Rice. So there's several, but they, uh, and of course, Donald Trump is uh, vowed to get out there and help uh, these Republican candidates defeat these 10 Republicans. Ah. So, um, and there's actually some pretty well-known people that are coming in here. I'm not going to read all these names, but... Um, if you can violate due process. Uh, some of these are war veterans. So, you know, they should make pretty good candidates. They should, uh, especially, you know, in a state that uh, voted for Republican to begin with. Says, um, we must defend our freedoms, our conservative values, the voters of our district and former President Donald Trump says Chris Mathis is challenging Valdaleo of California. So anyway, that's going to be busy. A lot of those are already gearing up and raising money to uh, get ready for the primary for next year. Mm. And Donald Trump's going to be on the road to help them. Um, 
Now, we already talked about they're starting to do uh, rallies and stuff, right? Didn't they already right. have one? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, they're they're going to keep on pushing. Hey, Push, Robert, welcome to the show. Keep on pushing? Yeah, push it real good. <laughs> oh, we should have that song. <laughs> oh, Robert wants to call in. Hey, Robert. Mr. Mr. Idaho, Idaho himself. Yeah, first uh, call. Idaho, give, no, definitely. Iowa. <laughs> Can we give you the clap, Robert? Uh, Donald Wayne, if you would oblige. Robert, you want the clap? Sure. <laughs> Another All really right. victim. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. Oh, the gift that keeps on giving. How are you doing, Robert? Uh, just a minute. I'm looking for my headset so I can put that on. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what kind of show is this? That's right, Eric. <laughs> I definitely need her to chime in. we got to get that recorded. Uh, get her to release that for us to be able to use that just all Yeah, all I've, I've looked for it a few times, but I just can't pin down when she actually said that. You know, what I'll episode that was. I'll try and crank that out this weekend. Hey, Eric. I think it was, I think it was probably sometime hey, last Eric. summer when y'all started y'all's pod being rolling. Oh, um, so when she came on and she was like, what kind of show is this? But if you ever had a, a caller named Jimmy, I think y'all need the sound bite of the old lady saying, six callers ahead of this, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would probably do that with Captain Jimmy, like if he comes to visit you at Cocktails, uh, right, Dennis? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Captain Jimmy in a long time. Has he still got a show? I think his appearances on Podbean have been kind of sporadic. I don't know if he's been hanging out over on CastBox or another podcast uh, platform that we're not familiar with. Yeah, but I think he's know. disappointed that January 1st, um, that, like the, the, the free free accounts, you know, are limited to three hours a week. Right. Which, yeah, which I mean, I, I can... Podbean's been making a lot of people disappointed lately, so... Mm -hmm. Well, and, and those and those how series of like how to podcast shows and ask me anything shows, I felt like those were like a real doozy if you ask me, yeah. because I don't think that they seem to want to address issues that we were raising like you know pressing questions on to a point that Jeremy even wound up do, doing his own show about it, and even Podbean Ronnie, you know, peeked in there and left. Jeez. Well, they've never answered any of my questions to my satisfaction, so. Uh, they're almost well, they're useless. Well, their silence is speaking louder than words. Right, right. But I digress. But we so, might as well just quit while we're ahead. Yeah, right. I hear you, Robert. You found your headset? Yes. Yes. Uh, He's got it, Donald Wayne. He's got it. Okay. All right. I thought he was going to say something. Okay. Um, I did. So what what's tonight what's tonight's show about? It's almost over. Um yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about, you know, uh Las Vegas, um Earth going, Core, going um, to Hawaii. You know, dead dead people, um, you know, Uranus. we've been going through the whole gamut there, Robert. Uranus. Yeah, you can make a joke out of that all the time, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, it's a planet. Jeez. 
Heavy is it tomato, st- tomato? Is it still? Is it still on planet? No, they got rid of Pluto, didn't they? Well, they got rid. They didn't get Pluto, rid of it, but, but uh... yeah, I mean, they they downgraded it into like a a dwarf something, which is probably not very PC, but uh, it's a you know, but the, yeah, dwarf planet. But uh, Uranus is still a planet, uh, Robert. Jeez. Well, it's one of the gas giants. Yes. How, well, how, odd, how odd that it is. Yeah. <laughs> how appropriate for Dennis uh, Lee to be one of his favorite places. Oh, boy. That's probably where they'll send me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you can, uh, if, if, <laughs> if you become friends hope, with, I guess. if you become friends with Elon Musk, maybe he'll. Jettison you there, you know. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love to shove me deep in your anus, but that ain't happening, <laughs> Musk. <laughs> well, it, there's uh, got to be something wrong with that whole statement. <laughs> just, How are you doing, Robert? Um, hey, hey, Mr. A. Hey, Mr. A. Welcome. And hey, dude, dude, Sean. <laughs> Good. Uh, it stormed up here in Iowa, but all we got oh. is a bunch of thunder and lightning and about five minutes of rain, and that was it. Jeez. I'm like, the poor grass didn't even get hardly any water, let alone the tomatoes and potatoes. Just ah, potatoes. Potatoes. So I got a question, Robert. So if you have a tornado there, and I'm sure you've had plenty there, um, and and you got cornfields there too, right? Uh, yes, but they're not close by my house. Okay, so a tornado comes through, and it could probably get the, the potatoes too, but it sucks up the loose corn and shoots it out like darts. So isn't it, I just thought about that. That'd be crazy. You know, because hurricanes are known to shove pencils through a, through a telephone pole. I only know what a piece of corn would go through. Probably go through <laughs> through the <laughs> through the walls of a okay. of a cinder block wall or something. Um, um, where I'm, is this going? I'm ready to take a break. I'm, I'm just somebody well, somebody about... text me when Dennis Lee is through with the uh, shoving <laughs> corn. Well, I would, but I don't have your phone number, Donald. Oh well. Um, yeah, Mr. A. Well, you know, Taco uh, Bell has corn in it too. Um, no, it's just you know yeah. projectiles. That's all. You do some and damage. I and I dug up that six cars ahead of us, Jimmy Sounder. Listen, six cars ahead of us, Jimmy. You're not. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I think it's That's a State right. Farm commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, the only other funny State Farm commercial is, what are you wearing, Jake, from State Farm? If, if you ever had Jake come in, you have to ask, are you wearing khakis? Yeah, right, khakis. right. Yeah, I love that one. But I'm about to drop off. It was good talking to you. I don't, I don't know why he's talk, good, talk, good talking, talking to, to Jake in the middle of the night, you know. That's, I know, talking right? to you, Eric. <laughs> yeah, thank See you next care, time. Eric. Yeah, why would it be talking to Jake at three in the morning or whatever it was? I, I, I mean, is that really a time to you're worried about your insurance policy? Or what color pants someone is wearing? 
I mean, right. well, what if they're not wearing pants, just wearing t-shirt and Whoa, underwear? Right. You never know. It's a family show, sir. <laughs> He's wearing well, board shorts. Um, still have uh, boxers on. Or something that'll be like itchy, that. the dude. Uh, that'd be very itchy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that State Farm commercial never made sense to me either. I'm like, why would you call your insurance company at 3 in the morning unless you got nothing <laughs> better to do? Well, that's the point. He doesn't have much of a life. And he's pro- probably not married anymore either. Probably not. Um, of course, now the new one is, I, you know, I'm getting a little tired of the steak thing and the food thing and the pizza yeah. thing, you know. I mean, uh, he didn't save that woman that much money that she's going to put, you know, $500 worth of steaks up there on that scale. Right. So, I mean, and that's that's some thick cut steaks there too. Um Juicy. <laughs> Juice. Oh, it sounds so naughty when you say it. <laughs> it it reminds should. me of the mummy when he's when he <laughs> says, you know, is he supposed to be juicy? <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. He's been dead for three thousand years. No, I don't think so. Uh, Taco Bell was always a favorite that late in the morning there, Eric. Um and usually that was the only place that was open, unless you're in Texas and you can go to Waterburger. Jack, Jack in the Box. You can oh, go Jack to Jack in the, in the Box yeah. at 3 in the morning. Yeah. I get a deep-fried taco and squeeze <laughs> that down your <laughs> gullet. <laughs> okay, BP's on the roam again. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, well, Waffle House, yeah. But see, Waffle House is too bright, and there's too many people in there at that time of the morning, so... I'd have to be more secluded, like a you know, like a vampire. Oh, you don't want to go to this Church. one, you know, down here by me after ten o'clock at night, because there's no one in there over twenty-two years old, and it's it's a madhouse. It's some strange stuff. You don't you know you don't want to order anything out of the ordinary up there. Mm. Oh wow. Oh, they got weird music going. There's funky little smells inside the restaurant. Funky smells. Funk, funky smells, yeah. Yep. So who's eating cantaloupe? Well, nobody has <laughs> cantaloupe here. I don't know what you're talking about. I just yeah. made some eggs. There's four or yeah. five people with glaucoma in the restaurant, though. Oh, I, I do. I do. <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, you know, you know what uh, medieval Europeans used to do, Donald Wayne. <laughs> well, I, I did watch Game of Thrones. Well, other than those extracurricular activities, <laughs> they actually used to regularly reopen the graves, um, and not for what you think. Um, the the er, the early medieval grave. Well, the uh, the early medieval graves in you. um, were reopened as a part of a widespread burial tradition. So it wasn't just for grave robbers. Um, So hundreds of graves dating from the 5th century or 7th century AD in areas stretching from Transylvania, that figures, to England were opened as part of regular mortuary (laughs) customs in order to remove artifacts move bodies around, and even add a dog or two to the burial, according to new research. Uh, yeah, I know, right? So much for rest in peace. Like, oh, here they come again. Um, 
in 10 to 15 graves, the feet were removed from the dead or their skulls were twisted around, which showed the living were worried about the dead walking again. Um, so writes this author, Allison Klebnis, uh, who's an archaeologist <laughs> from Stockholm. Right. I like that, Denny Klebnis. That's very Klebnis. Uh, in one case, a dog was added to the grave, which Klebnis said is a very unusual example. It demonstrated people wanted to please the dead individual. Um, more ways than one. What we have is another dimension to the burial practices of this period. Usually, they uh, are grave openers, treat the graves and the bodies within them with complete carelessness, she said, but the practices revealed that the dead and their grave goods remained important even after they were buried. Um, <clears throat> while robbing graves is thought of as a negative act, Clevenus said that reopening burial sites was socially positive. Well, what are you all doing this weekend? We're going down to open up Mother's grave and turn her head around. Um, that would be odd. Brooches and swords might be taken. Swords. Uh, uh, while <laughs> swords. Brooches. <clears throat> brooches. No, brooches. Oh, I thought you said roaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, they leave the roaches in there. They're good for the environment. While every while very valuable items such as a necklace, pendants of gold, or uh, a pearl necklace might uh, be left behind, they say. Um, <laughs> the reopening custom spread over Western Europe from the latter sixth century and reached a peak in the seventh century. So um, even uh, uh, even up in the in northern France, in most areas. It peters out uh, later in the 7th century so that many cemeteries have its last uh, phase of burials with no reopening. I guess people just got tired and gave up. Uh, they're like, look, you know, we, we turned her head around, put her dog in there, and she never crawled out of the grave. Um, that would just be, you know, like what, every, you know, decade you got to go down there and dig them back up and turn their head around, take their feet so they don't run away. You know, it'll just be odd. Really odd. I just, so they've got pictures on it, too, and I'll, I'll post this on our Facebook page. Just, I just thought it was very creepy that that would be like a thing to do, that it would be um, it would be normal. <laughs> well, maybe in some families, I guess. Um, well... I think they called them different uh, names there, just um, <laughs> oh no, uh, Baco, no, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they had those. <laughs> 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 I, I'd be scared he, too, he, the dude. He didn't um, understand the question that was coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just he, focus on one word. Just uh, yeah, he took that a whole a different habit. direction. Just that's a bad just, habit. Uh, yeah, they did. They should have at least got a mule and a and one of those, you know, fifty something. acres. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'd be too scared as well. You know, so look, she was mean as hell when she was alive. I'd hate to see going down there and disturbing the grave to turn her around. <laughs> um, she always liked to sleep on her side. 
So let's go on down there. Well, I don't want to go down that road. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be creepy. You know, oh, let's see. I won't go into that movie. That one's pretty creepy. Um, all righty. Indeed. I don't know. I don't know how to segue from that to, yeah, well, it's, to it's turning real. corpses. Um, it's deep. <laughs> There's something wrong with him. It, yeah, it's just. I, I swear, you know, he had a bicycle helmet on when he fell off that bicycle. There's That's no what way. They say. That's no what they way. Say. I know otherwise. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Well, so in government style. We've just learned that the Biden Department of Justice intends to investigate the Trump Department of Justice. So you're going to have still one. Uh, well, you know, the the ex Department of Justice under Donald Trump, because they're they're now they're accusing uh, the Department of Justice of overstepping their bounds. Oh, really? Government doing that? I can't imagine. Um. This is on Huckabee's site, and he says, you can certainly tell the Democrats are back in power with the announcement that the Biden Department of Justice will investigate, no, not the violent communist radicals of Antifa, but the Trump Department of Justice. They want to investigate that the way that the Trump DOJ investigated Congress members, such as Eric Swalwell, and Adam Schiff, I hate even saying his name, uh, who were suspected of leaking classified information to the media. What the hell happened with Adam Schiff anyway? Almost everything that he said for the last four years was a lie, yet he still, you know, he just remains unscathed. He just kind of, now he's kind of coming back out of his little corner again, peeking his head out since, right. since Trump is gone. But you'd think that an actual Department of Justice would be more concerned with investigating the leaks of the classified information. Ironically, this relates to a partisan investigation of Trump that was found to be groundless, but that never stopped the Democrats from launching another partisan investigation and another and another and another. So uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the effort to track down leakers was yet another egregious assault on our democracy waged by the former president. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Democrat Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois said, uh, they, wa said they want former <laughs> Attorney General Bill Barr and former Attorney General Jeff Sessions. I don't know why they'd want him because they didn't do anything anyway. Right. But for a year and a half, I mean, he just, you know, I thought at least coming from Alabama, he would be a little more active than he was um, to appear before Congress to answer questions about the issue. The appalling politicization of the Department of Justice, the appalling politicization of the Department of Justice. Now, can Pope you imagine Peter Piper, pickled peppers. Pelosi <laughs> is even saying that those words are coming out of her mouth. No, I don't the politicization of, of anything in, in Washington, D.C. All right. 
uh, by Donald know. Trump in his single pants. Single pants. What color pants? Single pants. Donald Trump oh. and his single oh. pants must be investigated immediately by both the DOJ Inspector General and Congress. Yes, don't worry about passing laws that could help us in this country, but let's let's do more investigations that never end up doing anything. Nobody ever gets in trouble. Uh, and if anyone knows about the appalling politicization of government agencies, it's those two. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Uh, but as long as we're digging into how the DOJ of past administrations investigated alleged leakers of classified information, why stop with Trump's alleged, alleged egregious, I wish he wouldn't use that word egregious, assault on our democracy? How did the Obama DOJ that secretly obtained phone and email records from reporter James Rosen to try and identify his source for a story on North Korea or that spied on the records of more than 20 phone lines of AP reporters to try to find out their source for a story uh, on Yemen. Uh, that sparked bipartisan outrage at the time over Obama's unprecedented war on journalism. But while Obama later backtracked and promised a change in policy at the time, he said he would make no apologies for investigations into national security related leaks. As Yahoo News reported in 2013, the Obama administration has prosecuted twice as many leakers as all previous administrations combined. Reporters at least have the First Amendment freedom of the press to protect them. What special provisions in the law prevent the investigations of Congress members who are suspended or who are suspected of leaking classified information? I'll pass that answer along as soon as Chuck or Nancy get back to me. So she sure does got a lot of ice cream. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that and that and a lot of other things. Did you, did you see the, just quickly, the story about, uh, um, Newsom, governor of California, that he has promised oh. to dedicate so much as several million dollars to eradicating homelessness in the state of California. Well, he needs to eradicate something, but um, <laughs> um, he might want to look in the mirror. So. Well, I, I can't think of Nancy without thinking about California, and then California makes me think of Newsom. So, yeah, I mean, they've already they're already trying to to uh, recall him. But, uh, you know, he's, he says, oh, now I've got a plan to eliminate homelessness in California. I think in two years, I believe. Uh, I think two or three years. And he's going to use some of the money that he had left over from uh, what he got for the COVID stuff from the federal government. Now you address it. Yeah. Yeah. How convenient. Maybe, you know, my guess is he probably just would move them somewhere else that they can't be seen. We right. got some got some land up there in Death Valley that's not being used. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Got something for you. <laughs> How you feel about cacti? Yeah. Indeed. Did you know... Have you ever milked a cactus? Uh, 
You can milk anything with teats, don't we? No, no, but I mean, have you ever gotten liquid out of a cactus? Oh, well, you just got to cut it somewhere, and, you know, and <laughs> just get that lap up that liquid out of the channel there. Yeah. <clears throat> Make sure you don't get pricked in the process. So, <laughs> um, yeah, watch have you out. ever been pricked by trying to get cactus milk? It's not any fun. No. Uh, have you ever had to pull cactus, uh, spines out of your body no no i haven't i've had two or three stuck in me yeah oh well that's uh <laughs> that's something for another story donald Ryan. <laughs> we'll do that another, one on sunday another show um <laughs> did you know that nasa's got a contest to name oh cool running water They've got a contest to name a mannequin is heading to the moon. They have to name it? Oh, they want to. Um, you know, it's got to have a, a name to, you know, I don't know. I Why mean, are we sending a mannequin to the moon? Uh, oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Donald Wayne. <clears throat> when NASA's Orion spacecraft taxa takes off for the uncrewed Artemis One moon mission currently slated to launch this November, and this is all gearing up for the return of humans to the moon. <clears throat> its commander seat won't be empty, oh no. A mannequin outfitted with two radiation sensors and a first-generation Orion crew survival system spacesuit will be riding along to provide data on what human crew members might experience during the Artemis II spaceflight in 2023. That's right around the corner. The humans will be on the moon very soon, Donald Wayne. Very soon. Um, while the mannequin has a goal, it doesn't yet have a name. How are you going to have uh, a mannequin on the moon without a name? You know, it's got to have a name. Uh, I mean, is that a hard thing to do? You just can't think of something unique well they wanted to do something slick um hey slightly no what what is it that pisses hey you slightly oh uh, you can call in slightly you're encouraged to call in and let us know um why oh, people <laughs> ooh. yes well and i had that happen to me i had that happen to me today and it is no fun no fun whatsoever um very enraging <laughs> very enraging um yeah so you can uh the the man while the mannequin has a goal it doesn't have a name that's why nasa is holding the name of the artemis munikin challenge so it's not called a mannequin and it's uh, it i'm saying it's uh it's called a munikin um i think i knew why well, i knew people who could do munikins um i mean uh what Anyway, let me back out of that. Uh, yeah, very creative. Just a sec. Uh, Won't be the first uh, thing you backed out of. <laughs> uh, well, indeed. Uh, so voters can choose among eight names. So they did put the names on there, but they're going on how many people choose for the name. So <clears throat> it's eight names. The first name is ACE, which stands for Artemis Crew Explorer. Second name is Campos. Um, a key player in bringing Apollo 13 home was Arturo Campos. Uh, Delos, 
um, the island where Apollo and Artemis were born, according to Greek myth. Yes, the Artemis mission is um, from Greek mythology. So did you you have a question, Donald Wayne? Oh, did I raise my hand? No, you said something came out of your mouth there. I didn't know what. What? What it was. I don't remember saying that. The fourth name is. Let me take my medication. Fourth name is Duhart. And dedication to Irene Duhart Long, the first female and first minority chief medical officer at Kennedy Space Center. Hmm. Uh, you heard it too, Jessica. I, I thought I wasn't losing my mind. Um, <clears throat> Montgomery, pioneer, innovative, a dedication of Julius Montgomery, first African-American to work at Cape Canaveral Space Facility as a technical professional. Um, that's one of the possible choices. Riggle. Um, the giant superstar in the Orion constellation, um, Shackleton, um, is a Shack. crater on Shackleton is a, a crater on the moon's South pole and a reference to a famous art Antarctic explorer. Um, I know, <laughs> right. Uh, I mean that one that I just mentioned does. And so does number six. Yeah. We better um, investigate the, them. The eighth name is Wargo. 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 Uh, dedic- I almost sounds almost sounds like a spelling bee. Wargo. Use Wargo in a sentence. Um, a dedication to Michael Wargo, the agency's first chief exploration scientist. So, if you want to vote on those names, just schlep right over to NASA's website and you know vote for which one you'd like to have. Um, so you know that well they're known to they they have the like the kids named the rovers that go to Mars. Um, you know I guess they would name a rover no matter what planet it was going to. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. And it's not a full mannequin; it's only a torso and a head. I don't even think it has arms. So, yeah. Seemed like they would do an android. If you're going to send something to the moon, why not do an android that uh, can actually do scientific experiments and stuff like that? <laughs> you know, eventually, one day, 10, 20 years from now, that'll be a slogan. Um, uh, why not do an android? It'll be up on a billboard somewhere. I guess you need... <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> you need to do the uh, call-in policy, Dennis Lee. We had a... Attempted caller. Oh, did we sad, have one on the line? That's sad, almost like fishing. I hate that when that happens. I think it was Sada uh, to to Maya to Masha. So, oh, okay. Fifteen. Um, oh, that's something different, Jessica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad, my bad, Jessica. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, it's the Tristock Call-In Policy. If you'd like to call in and you're a first-time listener, first-time caller, make sure to let us know what you'd like to talk about down in the chat box, and we will let you into the call seat. And uh, this has helped to prevent any verbal streaking. And then after about three minutes, we will gently lower you back into your seat. Thank you. That has been the Tristock Call Policy. <laughs> um. You know, one thing I'm surprised that you didn't talk about this week was the guy that was swallowed by the whale or claims he was yeah, swallowed by the whale. I, I but, missed out on that one. I did see it. 
But I missed out on presenting that one. So well, they're that, they're uh, doubting. They're not quite sure that that's that actually happened because nobody saw him, you know, get spit out of the whale's mouth when he came back up. But oh, so it could just be a a tall tale, huh? Um, I wonder if it was a sperm whale. Um, there's does it slightly. matter what kind of whale well, it is? I mean, you know, <laughs> do, do you care what kind of shark? tears your leg off Dennis Lee I mean oh oh that was the hammerhead well oh that's different. Whoa, okay. uh, oh my <laughs> you know uh, speaking of the hammerhead you know they got a hammerhead bat have you ever seen that a what it's a large a, a hammerhead bat it's a fruit eating bat but it's one of the largest bat on earth it's got a huge bulbous head um bulbous and if this head. thing if this thing landed on me I would lose my life. I would do something and I'd flail and knock myself unconscious trying to get away from it. The thing is huge. It's the size of a small dog. Um, and it flies like a, like got wings like a pterodactyl. Yes. <laughs> yes. You always seem to inflate things, don't you, Dennis Lee? Uh, no, it's big. I'm swear. I swear. Look up. Look up. Uh, what did I call it? Um, Jeez, I don't even remember what it's called. Look up that damn bat. <laughs> you said hammerhead, because I or oh, did I say hammerhead? Well, well I said hammerhead. hammerhead. You said, uh, well, there's a hammerhead bat. Oh, then I said hammerhead. Um, see what it's a it's a mega bat. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a what the hell is it called? It was right here. But, kind of, uh, having trouble? Um, yeah, I'm just. I'm befuddled. Where did it go? Oh, okay. Uh, born with a blah, 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 so, blah, blah. Uh, somebody. You know something somebody else you missed this me. week? Somebody All right. Well, you can look for that bat. And there's something else you missed this week. You know, I depend on you for these these strange stories about bugs and... Oh, it is a hammerhead bat. Sorry, people. Thank you. <laughs> well, this thing looks like it has two heads. Uh the the plane did you hear that the plane that uh carrying biden's press corps was uh about to take off when the cicadas swarmed and and delayed their departure yeah yeah i think uh one of the flight attendants got struck in the ear um oh, knocked right off the damn steps i don't see that it says a horde of brood uh, what? X, a horde h o r d e in case i'm not enunciating enough for you a horde of brood x cicadas filled the plane's engines causing mechanical issues that delayed takeoff oh I mean, no so how do you get a horde of cicadas <laughs> out of the plane's engines yeah, i guess you just well, let them run long enough and it'll just fry everything guess, in there can you imagine if they had gotten inside the plane like if they were just you know about to close the door and then a horde of cicadas come yeah but well they don't there. eat flesh or anything like that i mean no but they pee on you pee startled cicadas will pee all over you oh now there i see go. why this this thing has two heads <laughs> okay they're mating all right well oh well oh, i said this is a two-headed <laughs> cicada here but now i see what i see Even why cicadas need love donald wayne <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to get ready for that. What is it? Every 15 years they come out? Is it 17 yes. years? Oh, my goodness. So, 
Jeez. <laughs> it's, it's been 17 years since I saw you the last time. Okay. I just, you know, those kind of, those are the stories that I depend on you to just throw uh, out Well, there. I saw them. I just, I just didn't scoop them up, Donald Wayne. <laughs> I just didn't do it. Okay. Well, you threw with your hammerhead bat? Uh, yeah. Well, it's also called a, a, le- a leak, a L-E-K, a lek. They're, they're found, um, they're found in uh, South Africa. Um. And uh, they are also known for their um, large honking voice. <laughs> um, yeah, they make a peculiar calling sound at night to attract females. And, um, well, I don't know. This thing's got a huge head. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be around with all that going on. This thing is it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Poor little winged creature. Oh geez, really? Yeah. You know, What's that? Give people books and send them to school. Oh, I can, to I, learn I about get... systemic racism and still. Um. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'll put it. I'll put this on uh, on Facebook though. You should take a take a look at it. If you see one of these come up on you and you say you would not be frightened, uh, I just don't believe you. So, the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Because it also walks, so. Uh, oh, ye- oh, slightly. <laughs> Welcome, yeah. Doss. Yes, yeah, I saw that on the uh, news as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well. Yeah. yeah but since they're that. taking their, all the all the uh, the descriptions of holidays off calendars in some school districts, why? You know, that won't be a problem. Hey, it's just another holiday. There's another day we're going to be taking off, a day off. Well, you know, the uh, Juneteenth holiday actually came from Texas. Uh, um, it, was, uh, it was June um, 19th and whatever year that um, they did uh, announce that nationwide that the slaves were to be freed. But Texas was the first state to do so. Um, that they had to do it for the the um, state government to make it official. So that's where Juneteenth came from. I, I learned that today. I probably should know that since I'm from Texas. I, well, I should have known that too. I was like, I man, you never stop learning, Donald Wayne. Well, d- all right. So you're going to talk about Texas? Did you hear today uh, that actually? Texas has as a part of when it was uh, annexed into the United States, when it was admitted into the United States, um, they have the right, they retain the right to split Texas up into five different states. Did you know that? What? Five states. Uh, It would have to be approved by Congress now, but that was part of the original, I don't I'll say charter for lack of a better description right now. Yeah, but I, I'd heard that before, but I was reminded of that today on the news. Uh, but it, that doesn't mean that it could happen. I, I mean, Congress is certainly not going to approve Texas splitting up into five states, but uh, unless they could get five Democrat states out of it. 
Oh yeah, or a, you know, a buttload of new voters. Well, here's here's the thing, though. See, if 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 Congress were ever able to pass that uh, that uh, voting bill, which also would make DC uh, a state, such a smart move. Um, and then I, I, I guess Puerto Rico too. They want to make a state, so then Texas could turn around and split up into five different states, and and then maybe. You know, out trump them as a play on words. Uh, you know, just uh, Texas used to be a beacon of light. Um, I don't know, the light's dimming ever so fast. <laughs> um, it's it's trouble. It is it's a, trouble. It's, it's a shame Ellie J is not on here to to reinforce that. Um, I mean, there's there's still some good things that are there's some. Still, some good people still living in Texas. That's right. That are they're determined their soul not to go without a fight. And I, I said something a couple of weeks ago when Ellie J was on here about uh, had she heard that there's a new story circulating. I think it started either in Time Magazine or maybe it's National Geographic or something where they're disputing a lot of the history of Texas, especially the part about the Alamo. And uh, then I've, I've this, this week I read another article debunking all of that stuff. That's say that's been said in that other article. I think it was time magazine. That's who did that article talking about all those things that uh, Texans grew up believing about the Alamo and its independence were all lies and lies. Uh, it's lies people so uh but now there's an article debunking the time magazine article so mm. people rewriting history oh indeed gotta love it the eyes of texas are upon you uh. did you <laughs> what was the story about trump wearing his pants backwards at yeah, a rally a week or two ago wasn't it was it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's still in there. It says June the 7th. What is it? Well, I guess it oh. could have been a week ago. He didn't wear his pants backwards. Who would wear their pants backwards? And why would he wear his pants backwards? I don't know. Biden might wear his pants backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, they were they were bragging about Biden today because... He's he's such a gentleman. He apologized to that reporter that he got rough with yesterday yeah. at the news conference. Yeah, he he made an apology. So all the people are uh, all these, you know, the um, CNNs and the MSNBC people. Oh, you know, Biden is such a gentleman. It's such a refreshing change from the maniac that used to be in the White House. <laughs> so. Yoga pants, yoga pants on backwards. That wouldn't be too bad, I guess. It might be look a little awkward, just stuck, but uh, yeah, yeah. I put plenty of shirts on backwards. So, actually, got gotten to a point where I'd have to go back home to change them. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. Do you know why electric plugs have two holes on the end of the plug? 
Come again. <laughs> Do you know why there's two holes in the ends of an electric plug? Uh, why is that, Donald Wayne? I don't know. That's why I was asking you. Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> research, research department. They're just giving you something to look forward uh, to over the weekend. Oh, uh, something to contemplate. Lord knows I don't have enough already. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, it said um, there was some woman's march. I say women's march. It was reported that the women's march, which promoted the idea of a huge wealth tax with the slogan, billionaires shouldn't exist. I don't remember that March. Do you? I don't. Um, but they were they were saying billionaires shouldn't exist. Um, they had gotten two hundred and forty five million dollars from George Soros. So Please. I guess you know if you're going to criticize something, maybe you shouldn't take money from somebody who is part of what you're criticizing. Would right. be my guess. Um, and we already talked about the, the lady that gave that weird, uh, graduation ceremony speech about racism and so forth. Right. right. And we talked about that the other day. Um, all right. Well, what was that? What was that? I don't know. Um, the only thing, did we talk about Biden saying in his his little address the other day, talking about uh, that the rioters in Washington, D.C. killed that uh, Capitol policeman? They murdered a Capitol policeman? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, he was, uh, I guess it was part of his little speech when he was talking about the uh, Trump people and the Republicans, and yeah, it, Somewhere in there, he injected the fact that, you know, um, that those rioters killed that Capitol policeman. Oh, geez. And, you know, nobody was kind of calling him on it except, of course, Fox News. So, um, I mean, that's an outright lie. I mean, it's been proven that that policeman was not killed by any one of the rioters there that day. Or insurgents, should I say insurgents? Mm. Yeah. The only yeah. thing, the only thing I don't know. Do you know why the 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 Republicans voted against um, forming a commission to investigate the January sixth? Have you heard any of that story? Uh, no, I have not. I mean, I was a little surprised that they uh, they had a chance. I, I wouldn't be opposed to a commission to look into that. Of course, it depends on who's running it. I want to make sure there's at least an equal number of Democrats and Republicans on the commission. But yeah, they they uh, the House was voting to to uh, create a commission to um, investigate January sixth, the events of January sixth, and the Republicans voted against it and killed it. So I I don't know why. Uh, the Democrats are saying it's because they're afraid that the Republicans are afraid that they'll be primaried this coming year if they had supported something like that. But um, I'd be more, I'd be excited to hear them uh, look into that and actually come out with some of the 
um, facts of that day instead of all the allegations. Interesting. Yep. Uh, that was, that article's too long to go into, but that's, uh, that's the only thing I mentioned, uh, the other night we were talking about, uh, they've found some, uh, unindicted co-conspirators or they've got some unindicted co-conspirators from the January 6th insurrection and they're, they're insinuating or there's feelings that a lot of these people that are unindicted co-conspirators are either FBI or CIA or some other government agency that was in there. And they're actually going so far now as saying that, uh, these people that were from the FBI and some of these other government agencies were actually in there encouraging people to do the things that they did that day. Now, wouldn't that be something if that came out and they could prove it that the FBI was in there trying to encourage people to break into the Capitol building that day, you know, egging them on saying, come on, come this way. What would that mean? I, you know, I think that that would have, uh, well, that would, that would cut deep. That cut real deep. I don't know that they could come back. They may have to dismantle that whole um, department and, and, and reform it and call it something different. Well, you know, I said way back in January after that happened, and we talked about it on the show that, um, it doesn't make sense that Trump's people would have wanted to stop the process that day. They, they should have wanted to allow that to continue to the end, you know, so some of those things could have come out in, you know, on the floor in Congress, you know, some of the points that these uh, congressmen were going to make that day about the voting irregularities and, it's just funny that this thing started right in time to stop them from continuing what they were doing. So a lot of that stuff never came out and, you know, an open, open forum there. So I, I still think that there was something nefarious going on that day. Uh, a lot of people had their hands in it that uh, probably don't want it to be known. Conspiracy. I think it's a conspiracy theory. Indeed. Indeed, Donald. <laughs> All right. Well, Dennis Lee, what do you say? We, uh, well, that wasn't going to be it. <laughs> what do you say we uh, close shop early tonight? Okay, well, I guess we'll start turning everything down here. Let me clean uh, up the tables and getting the glasses. Um, we get an early start on the weekend. Yeah, yeah head yeah. down the road to Florida and uh, go down to that rally. There you go. <laughs> it's it's the old podcasters rally in uh, Waxahachie, Florida. Waxahachie. Yeah, a Waxahachie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> oh. There he goes. 
What in the Sam shit is that? <laughs> I apologize, people. I have no idea. We've completely flown you off did the it. rails now. You did it. Completely flown off the rails. <laughs> you don't oh, you don't know what that is? Geez. Um, you don't know what that is? Uh, no, I do not. I do not. I don't know. Tell us, Donald Blaine. Yes, Eric. Yes, there will be. Thank you. That was Alley Oop by Ray Stevens. Alley Oop Poop. Okay. Remember the Alley Oop song by Ray Stevens? I think it was no. Guitar Dan. Huh? No, no. No? I don't. Well, you remember no. Ray Stevens, right? Uh, yes, I do. A ring on her finger and a bell in her toes. Uh, on her... Okay. That's <laughs> uh, Oh, boy. Here we go. That guy. Yeah. Okay. You can you can do your thing now. Um, I don't even know what thing that is now. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Um so if you Mississippi Squirrel Revival indeed. Um Oh yeah. That, you uh is, did you get it right? The BPA, another right? another uh Ray Stevens fan there. Oh, okay. Well why don't you give BP the clap for that? I mean he's earned it. He's already uh, had the clap, so but oh, well, allegedly, I know since we have cast stones, Donald Blaine. Since we have time, <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> thank you, BP. If you'd like to uh, Twitter, then Twitter at us at Tristalk WG Moon. If you'd like to give us suggestions uh, about the show or complaints or things you'd like to to see or, or us to do, then do that at tristalk 69 pts at gmail.com. You can even send pictures, uh, but not the ones like G, uh, BP sent. So, um, but, uh, then you can also follow us on Facebook. We encourage that and hit that little follow button on here too. Um, but Facebook, we post all the articles that we use as well as the podcasts that are posted and, um, funny pictures as well. And that's at Trice Talk. Funny and, pictures. Um, yeah, funny pictures. And you can find us on these other outlets in there. Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Player FM. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time with impromptu shows and mini pods in between and Donald Wayne. I mean, really, burning it up with the mini pods. It is. It is on fire. <laughs> it's yeah. on fire. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we we appreciate you. We love you, and thank you for being here. Really. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for hanging with us tonight. Even though we talked about Uranus four times. Oh, look who brings it up now. Jeez. Well, it's the last time it'll be spoken until Sunday. I so thought I could keep you out of your anus, but apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> your own father. 
How could you? I just think there's something uh, wrong with that being discussed here. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're 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 not we're not from the hills. Oh no, That's the hills have eyes. Indeed, they do. Indeed, uh, they do. So, the closing thought for today is from. Kevin Acoin, and don't ask me who that is. I don't know who it is, but he said, today I choose life. Every morning when I wake up, I can choose joy, happiness, negativity, pain. I can choose to feel the freedom that comes from being able to continue to make mistakes and choices. Today, I choose to feel life, not to deny my humanity, but to embrace it. Thank you, Kevin, for those wonderful thoughts. So we're going to get the old juice harp wet here and uh, ease out of here, Dennis Lee. No way to talk about me, Donald Wayne. <laughs> I'll hit the lights and see y'all later. Stay safe, everybody. Keep up.